We also have a, a, a guest podcaster in the studio tonight. You're not going to be able to hear him, but he's very excited to be here. He is my dog, Cosmo. Cosmo. Hello, Cosmo. Cos- okay, so Cosmo is cuter than you. Cosmo, Cosmo is definitely cuter than me. That's why I hang out with him. The way that he's looking at Cody right now is like, <laughs> I mean, it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. He's, he's not in his normal habitat. He's, he's a little thrown off. Yes, he's anxious. He's anxious to talk. I lobbied for a microphone for him. But. He's like giving the true puppy dog eyes. Whatever you that looks like to you, that's what's going <laughs> He's on got here. Some good puppy dog eyes. Adorable. Okay, so Sporting KC family, we have some new things we're going to try on this show tonight. Some new bits. We're going to get crazy! Some new segments. <laughs> um, but first, we wanted to try, we're going to, we've been talking to you for like an hour every week and never introduced ourselves really. So we're going to start that tonight, and uh, we're going to introduce one of our favorites, uh, uh, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> wait, one of wait, our wait, 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 does that mean four. the other ones are not favorites? I feel slighted. Yeah. Don't so you So the favorite. I just, I just feel <laughs> like he's talking reality there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> say, say some stuff into the mic. Okay. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Allie Trost, as I say at the start of the show every week, but... Um, <laughs> What else would you say? Yeah, <laughs> that is me. Um, but yeah, a little bit about me. I am new to Kansas City. I moved here last July for my job. And I just graduated from Mizzou last May. So I'm fresh out of college into the real world. Um, so what I, do you think of the KU blanket in the corner? <laughs> Sorry. You know, I saw it, but I it's wasn't Cosmos. gonna make a comment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cosmo Sorry brought it in. Instead ask. of blaming bad tonight, we're actually gonna blame everything on Cosmo. He's a scapegoat. <laughs> um but no, I hail from St. Louis, Missouri originally. Woo-hoo. So just moved about three and a half hours west and what was that? <laughs> was that a whistle? That was, was that, that was a Toronto. Bad thing to say? Cody has a very alarming like <laughs> notification sound. No, that was Toronto. Literally a whistle. That was Toronto FC. Finishing their, they won the first leg. Well, how dare they interrupt my intro? Right. <laughs> um, GFC. But yeah, so that's um, just the absolute basics. But um, everyone here was going to ask me questions that I do not know. Now, Ali, being are. a native St. Louis, I know that the name Schrost is ah uh, soccer, you yes. know, legend. Oh, right, right. So You're can famous. you explain your background <laughs> as far as that goes? Okay. Yes, I will explain. So. In St. Louis, the Trost family is pretty well known for their soccer roots. My um, my grandpa, Papa, as I call him, Tom, he is one of seven boys, and his youngest brother, Al Trost, um, went on to play professional with the Steamers and even played like the Olympic team, uh, was a decorated athlete at SLU College, SLU University. Um the Billikens. Billikens, for those who aren't familiar. But yeah, he, uh, so a lot of the reason I got really into soccer growing up was because of him. And people would always ask, like, oh, is Al Trost your dad? Is Al Trost your, you know, whatever? And I always called him Great Uncle Al because he is my great uncle. And it was funny, I, he and I worked a soccer camp when I was little. 
and I went to it originally and then went on to help him coach at it. But all the kids when I was there ended up calling him <laughs> Uncle Al. So he was known <laughs> around the campus, Uncle Al, thanks to uh, the nickname I so graciously So are you named after him? No, and it's okay. funny. Um, my parents and I always laugh about that now because I did go on to play soccer uh, throughout grade school, high school, and then at the rec level in college. I uh, looked into playing uh, at the collegiate level but decided to pursue other things. But, yeah, we always laugh since I did play soccer for so long and um, had a pretty good run at it for a while. <laughs> People wondered, it's like, was I Allie Trost because of Al? or? <laughs> but, no, to answer your question, no, I was not named after Al. But um, we are very close. Uh, he's a great, even better guy off the field than he was on. Uh, he retired recently from Parkway South. He was a history teacher and soccer coach there. Um, anyone who is fortunate enough to play with him, loved him, uh, coached by him, whatever, what have, you know. But he's very humble, so it's funny. Whenever you talk about his uh, his fame in the soccer world, this is he's the about first him, one. About I know, oh, sorry, I know. But that's the background. But yeah, I feel like I had to delve into that a little well, bit. What position did you play in the field? Did I play? Yeah. I was wingman. I'm, uh, I feel like we've talked about my height on the show before, but I am 5'1", so speed was that's always stretching my... It? She, she's I'm, listed at 5'1". That's stretching. <laughs> I'm 5'1 and a half. I'm actually like... Did you have a nickname growing up? or anything like that? No. Or, uh, okay. not, not anything like that, but okay. yeah, so speed was always my friend on the soccer field because I, whatever I lacked Hopefully in size, off. I made up in height. <laughs> Or tried to. Um, so, yeah, I played right wing mid. Terrible with my left foot. So, but. what's been your biggest adjustment in Kansas City? I mean, honestly, <laughs> the one-way roads. Like, I know, that's a very random thing. But the driving. Aren't there more in St. Louis than Not Kansas City? like where <laughs> I was around. I mean, I guess where I live, I I don't know if I should tell people where I live. Never mind. But I live... We're like, I mean, when I first moved here, I drove the wrong way down several one-way streets. So I'm sorry if I ever endangered any listener. But We've all done that. Yeah. No, that was like, I mean, a, a big adjustment. But um, other than that, I knew a lot of people upon moving here that either went to Mizzou or were family or just old friends. So the adjustment was actually it's a pretty easy transition and got involved with you nice people right away with the Blue <laughs> Testament. So... Yeah, and a few was, strange ones. And a few strange. <laughs> <laughs> so have few have you been ones. a sporting Kansas City fan forever, or have you just like you know pretending now? Um, <laughs> I've <laughs> always been a big soccer fan, so I've always followed MLS a little bit, and especially when St. Louis was in the kind of running of potentially getting an MLS team, uh, I got you know really excited. I know back in the day, you know, we had like steamers and things like that, so I always grew up watching those games, and I, you know, knew my fair share of professional men's soccer player, you know, watch the U.S. men's <laughs> national team. But so I that, wouldn't say I was a diehard sporting Kansas City <laughs> fan. Uh, but definitely upon moving here, I have become one. So, Cody, go sporting. do you have a question for Allie? Okay, so you came to us via the 
we acquired you via <laughs> acquired you. <laughs> Wait, okay, now so you say, is it via or via? Because I told I definitely say via. I've always said via, but then it felt right. It just came okay, out. I don't know. So I don't via. Know. I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> uh, now I can't even think. Of, it's the 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 NBA SB Nation site. What? what oh what? yeah. So um, I got involved with SB Nation my senior year. Blah. My senior year, (laughs) it's French, Uh, my senior year of college, and I, um, through their site, Swish Appeal, and I was the, I guess you would call it beat writer for the Mizzou women's basketball team, and Swish Appeal, for anyone who doesn't know, I'm sure you might not, if you are just listening to a Sporting Kansas City podcast, (laughs) but uh, it's a women's basketball blog, so they cover NCAA women's basketball and WNBA primarily. Uh, so I was the beat writer for Mizzou women's basketball my entire senior year. Absolutely loved it. Became a diehard, more of a you know diehard Mizzou fan than I already was. Uh, and then in the, um, I guess the winter of last year in January, I got the opportunity or found out I got the opportunity to go down to New Orleans for the NBA All Star Game, which was incredible. It was so much fun. Um, obviously our reporting angle was a little bit more WNBA focused. So really focusing in the celebrity game, having, you know, a lot of, uh, WNBA players playing in that, uh, got to talk to LeBron James was pretty cool. So yeah, I realized, uh, how short I was (laughs) really got an even better glimpse into like that, that that facet of my life. I, I, I'll show you guys after I have some pictures from like I guess my eye level, <laughs> I was gonna say, standing was that, behind that his belly button, or? Well, and it was insane because LeBron James makes Kyrie Irving look yeah, so short, right. and they're all like, you know, obviously ginormous. So, so. did you play basketball? No, oh, okay. no. The Tros, at least in my immediate family, are like horrible at basketball. <laughs> Just not in our blood. We'll stick right. to soccer. Yeah, I, I saw the I saw the video of you doing interview with WNBA players, and I was just like, yeah, there's a little bit of a height difference. Yeah, oh yeah, no, my yeah. arm was uh, definitely strained, and maybe those will be fun to share in uh, another time. Okay. okay, so that's your that's your go to is all the video. Is uh, what's your end game like? What's the what's your yeah. overall goal there? Um, you know, I'm not really sure exactly what it is. I think. Uh, there's a lot of cool opportunities now with modern media to do a lot of different things. So, yeah, as Cody said, I uh, make a lot of our videos, whether it's me interviewing or clips that other people send me. So I kind of enjoy doing the editing part. I love talking to people, love interviewing, always have, whether it's about sports or just like anything. You're probably like, why is this girl talking to me so much? But, yeah, I love that. Um I think it would be cool one day, like a dream of mine, I think, would be to host a show. would be cool alongside some other people. Okay. Hey, I think that would be fun. Hey, your dream came true. <laughs> we're, a, we're hosting a podcast. So, yeah, I mean podcast, but, you know, whether it's, you know, on camera podcasting, I've also come to love. So I just think it's cool all the different things that you can do within uh, reporting, whether it's sports, entertainment, and all that. So. Well, it's nice to meet you, Allie. Thanks, guys. Well, I feel like we've learned so much. So much. <laughs> <laughs> what What have we not asked that you... I know. I was trying to think of something to make her uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> we do that we pretty do much that every week. Anyway. Um, I guess... Poor well, girl's trapped in the studio with us three, so she's probably well, uncomfortable. I'm I sure. guess a couple of fun <laughs> facts. Um, I used to Irish dance when I was little. <laughs> I have no... Oh I am not We're even... We're going to have to see some of that. Yes, I will... Uh, <laughs> It's funny. There's, it's one of those things where I wish I could show everyone, but you guys can just imagine what 
um, we can video someone this. trying to Irish dance after not doing it since they were 10 years old, and I'm 23. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I used to Irish dance. I have n- absolutely, like, zero Irish in me at all, but I saw river dancing <laughs> growing up, and I was like, Mom, I really want to Irish dance. She's like, uh, I mean, okay, sure. So <laughs> I just Irish dance. Just a random 10-year-old girl. I was like, I'm going to get yeah. into this Irish And it was funny, on the soccer field, to tie it back to soccer, whenever – like the play would be slow, and I was like, if I was playing defense and I was hanging back, my dad said I'd be like doing little jigs like, out on the field. And he would just laugh. Hey, I'm sure that doesn't surprise me a bit, actually. Yeah, it did. It, it probably <laughs> did help my footwork. And then I guess another thing, um, I don't know if people have ever seen like Megan Fox's thumbs, the toe thumbs. I have those, and they're really short and nubby, <laughs> and they look like toes. She's, she's got on boots right now, so I can't prove it. But okay. I'll yeah, verify this later on. We're going to figure yeah. it out after the show. <laughs> I have toe thumbs and I used to Irish dance. So the more you know. Is that related? No. Completely unrelated. <laughs> but those are always my go-to fun facts when I um, am in. You know, like in class when they would always be like, okay, Ice on the breakers. first day, like tell everyone something about yourself. And I'm like, uh, those are my two, my go-to. All right. Okay. Well, there she is in a nutshell. We know her much better now. <laughs> You know, She's actually born in a nutshell, which is another fact. That <laughs> <laughs> this is everything you need to know about me. That would explain a lot. Okay, well, <laughs> let's move on to real soccer stuff because we're a soccer show. See, see. Uh, DC United, one to nothing. The defense is not terrible. What, what, what? what we what? think about that, Thad. <laughs> we can play defense. 172 minutes without conceding a goal. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I got to... No, that's go. deep, man. That's uh, deep. To start off, how, look, for, number one thing here, was that a goal or what, was it not a goal? Oh, so we're not going to talk about the defense. Okay, Defense right. is second. Oh, okay. I got right. us on the wrong... Um, no it's, goal. Like, very clearly. It's, a, it's an own goal. Yeah. Yeah, clearly. The ball was about to go out for a throw-in. I don't think it was actually going that far out, but it was not directly on goal. But you could say maybe it was curling, man. It had spin. Put a lot of English on it. <laughs> you should see the face that that just made. He knows he's BSing this. But there is also, it might not have been going out. Shallowy was lingering somewhere there. From the angles I've seen, Correct. it's hard to tell if yeah. he would have gotten on the end of it. But he was there. He was lingering. Right. See, I do wonder, and just trying to give a little benefit of the doubt to whoever decided it was a goal versus an own goal, was... Perhaps the the distance the ball traveled was so short they could not tell for sure which direction it was going. Because, you know, video, angles, everything right. else makes it trying to give a little f- benefit of the doubt to whoever decided that. I'm, well, okay, everybody else who observed it is, is with us. I'm still saying someone in the front office for Sporting Kansas City, did they, they knocked on the official scorer's door or something. Robo. And I think, I, think, Robo. I think Robo did some shit, man. I think he did. I asked about it, and they, I was told after the game that it's decided by Opta, and it's elsewhere that's deciding it. And they may, I don't, they can probably appeal it. Quotation I mean, marks. But if it's usually, if it's not changed by the end of the game, it's usually not going to be changed. That's right, what then. I was told. The o- I only think that because after a game, I think it was 2014. Benny Fellhaber wanted to be credited with an assist and wasn't yet and was yelling at Robo in the locker room after the game to tell him to go get him that credit. I think they could right. probably appeal Precedent. it. 
Okay. I think they could probably appeal it, but <laughs> so I was just watching that and I'm thinking, all right, there's some this is MLS, there's some things that go on behind the scenes. <laughs> oh well, it's it's done. Okay. Well, unless there's an appeal. <laughs> we'll find out. Well, I think we're, we haven't but, we come to But why far? would anybody it's, appeal that? Yeah, we're exactly. I mean, would, would the DC defense say, "Oh no, that was my goal"? No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. I mean, the only buddy that would, the only people that might appeal it is we just want to own it now. It's ours. <laughs> okay, well. Yeah, that would be we, brilliant. We were finally able to prevent any goals. The defense has stepped up. Ike and Ilya on the team of the week. I actually thought Beesler had a very good game as well, and I saw Ike make some mistakes. But uh, yes, defense was much better. A few clearances that weren't prime, I, but Ike was top of the Audi list, the Audi stat list, the all important index. <laughs> Audi index that's, that's why he's on. The, that's why it's on there. That's why he's on there. That's exactly it. Him and Ilya. I don't remember the minute. I don't remember exactly, but there was a scrum in the front of the box that you know went in in the game against what was it, Chicago? That didn't go in this game. So you know maybe your luck's turning. <laughs> and that's see that's what I actually I'm a, I got to play the devil's advocate here and the downer guy again. I don't know the defense was better as much as the luck was a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. The defense may have been a little bit better, and who knows? DC's not the most offensive team in the world. Correct. So it may just be that the luck worked this time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's better to be lucky than good. Mm, sometimes. sometimes. In the game of soccer. But, <laughs> Especially, but, yeah. But several things were better that possibly led to that, too. One was uh, Tim, his his uh, playing the ball out, his goal kicks. Uh, his distribution was way better than it's been in the first couple games. Uh, the cycling the ball through between Ike and... Tim and Beasler and the outside backs was better. So I thought all of that was better, which helps take some of the pressure off. Um, so that was ball better. movement was better overall, too. Yeah. I don't know that the true defense was better, but right. all the thing, some of the stuff in front of it and some of the luck was better for sure. Yeah. Okay. I thought we were going to talk way longer about, <laughs> about how great our defense is. But uh, let's go. To be determined. Let's go to the other end. Let's go to Kyrie, who seemed to have much better of a game. Went the full 90. Mm -hmm. uh, and what I liked was fighting and into stoppage time. And, uh, and Bob, as you mentioned earlier before we started, he was willing to shoot finally. It looks like that idea has entered his head that he can score. Potentially. Getting more comfortable every week. Well, I think he yeah. listened to the podcast. Where I, <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> I think so, because I, in my crazy prediction for the game, I said he'd scored two goals. He's like, shit, I have to make that happen. <laughs> and I think, I'm not saying he listens to the podcast. I'm saying it could be an explanation. But he does totally <laughs> listen. And you can tell when he, he took yeah, those shots yeah. and they were blocked that, you know, he, he was bothered by that. You know, yeah. he's really endeavoring to score and make a difference out there. Uh, Regardless of if he listens to the podcast or not, I do think he is uh, desperately wanting to score just because to prove that he's deserving to stay in that spot. Yeah. Oh, sure, I mean, sure. Rubio comes in and, you know, for four minutes or five minutes the previous game and scores mm -hmm. a goal. He wants to keep that spot. Yeah. So I think he wants to score a goal just to prove that he deserves it. Yeah, you could His definitely. His sister nice. All the other work he's doing is, is nice. You know, can it's not perfect, can improve here and there, but – Everybody always looks at that center forward as you have to be a goal scorer. Well, if he, he doesn't have to be if everybody else scores around him, but 
I'm pretty sure the little pressure is on him at the moment. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But his defensive play was really strong up front, too. Defense and hold-up play. Yeah. I think – so whenever we lost – I'm getting in here, sorry. <laughs> whenever we lost uh, Dwyer, I was expecting one thing that we were going to miss, actually, because I was someone who, you know, I was for the trade. The didn't, hound dogs I didn't that think, we're going to miss? I didn't think that we were going to lose much with Rubio and like as far as goals and all that. One thing I did think we were going to lose – Backflips. What? what? <laughs> backflips. We were going to oh, lose backflips. Back yeah, that's true. We did lose. We those. saw that yeah. this week. Confirmed. But uh, was the was the insane holdup play, the relentless running down the keeper every single time, and there was you know like I said he he did it into into stoppage time, and that led to Gerso's big miss, uh, <laughs> ran down ran down the keeper, forced a bad pass. And it immediately led to us, you know, have, with a turnover and a look on goal. And yeah, that was all the right. way into the 90th minute. And right. I uh, and I think that is why he's on the field over Rubio. He's doing the everything else in a, at least Vermees's eyes. He's doing it better than Rubio. The holdup play at the moment. And so, with that being said, I think he's. Sh- that's why I like him in there. And I want to see him again next week because if he's going to do all that and then figures out how to like. Put a, you know one of his chances away every few games, then this team's gonna be like this team's gonna be very good. You're gonna see a big sigh of relief when he finally scores, like Dad was saying. <laughs> that load will be off his shoulders. I bet once he scores, there'll be a couple more coming the next couple games. I mean, he'll there will be a few perhaps, of them. The yeah. dam will break. Yeah, I was just gonna say he just needs to break that, like that, get that first one, and then I feel like we're gonna see a lot from him. So but, maybe maybe the two goals will come in LA. Yeah, maybe we'll they see. will. That, that was nice to see him pressuring the keeper, though. He he nearly got the ball a couple times and forced the forced him to be bad passes out, but mm-hmm. he came close to just getting him. Okay. Next Crazé. Did we want to speak about Crazé? Johan. Johan, because we're all too afraid to say his last name and get everyone says it different. Crazé. I just did. The fine jars here, and I brought dollars. Did you guys bring dollars? Um, I've got one. I didn't bring them on purpose, but I have. <laughs> I owe one from last week. I think. Who are you yeah, confident that you won't yeah. get fined, then, Ellie? There we go. I'm putting it I'm... in the jar right now. Witnesses. Oh, is that just for all past? For that, that's for last week. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, my, true to his word. Abramovich. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, Johan <laughs> got some real minutes. Uh, Nate said it for me. I was I was watching the broadcast, and whenever he came in, he knows. A little daunting. We we lost our obvious MVP so far at this point, but you know Nate's like, hey, I don't know about you guys. I'm pretty excited to see him in a more central role, which is something we've talked about a lot on this show. And uh, again, there was a lot of troubling moments, a lot of like some some very bad passes, missed opportunities. But I like it. I like um, I like what I saw. He's showing improvement. He's definitely different a different player than Felipe is going to be in that spot. Well, there was that. He's less of a maestro. He's there more was of a awkward transition moment when he came in the game. It's like, "All right, how's this going to work?" Yeah. You know. Yeah. He he doesn't he doesn't seem to like demand the ball and want to pull the strings and do that as much as Felipe would, but I think he can be serviceable right there. I think he wants to create for all this other attacking talent around him. And yeah, I think if I think if Felipe has to miss another game, I'm, I mean, hey, that was when did he come out? That was most of the second half. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty early in the second half. That this team with him at the helm, with Johan at the helm, you know, kept the lead, 
lock down the results. Well, he's much more stationary is the word I want to use. He just doesn't move off the ball as much as Felipe does. Doesn't get involved as much. Which but he finds cool. good spaces. He, he laid off some nice balls. You know, so yeah, he definitely has some ability. But there was that awkward moment where it's like, okay, you know, for about five minutes, the team was like, okay, how's this going to work? <laughs> well, the one that got me was there was something of a breakaway, you know, maybe three on two, and he tried to force a very sneaky pass to Kyrie, like, in between defenders. I remember the one you're talking about. Uh-huh. And all yeah. I had to do was just was push over to the side over to Russell, who, right. you know, right. who loves to run right at defenders. Yeah. But, you know, that's just, um, I think, had he been on the field more throughout the season, he would have felt, you know, that the better choice would have been to pass to Johnny Russell there. I think I think, uh, I think it's going to come. I think he's just, maybe there was the mental aspect of his game was playing a factor, and uh, I think we're just going to have to wait for him to come around a bit. Well, Peter made a comment today, Thad, and you can talk about this if you want, about patience with him. Cosmo's running away. As opposed to people like <laughs> Cosmo's on Matt the Doyle from LNSoccer.com, who obviously tweeted out that he didn't think Johan was a DP. So, Thad, you want to talk about that a little bit? What, the fact that Matt Doyle doesn't really know anything about <laughs> soccer? <laughs> um, and what Peter let's said. Talk all about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I know he, I just asked about how Croze did, and I can't remember exactly what Peter said, um, but it was along the lines that, you know, he's coming along and that different players come into the league um, and adapt at different rates uh, and that some people need to understand that they need to be patient. So for Quaze, he may not be a guy that comes in and performs at his best level in game one or game two. You know, the whole, all his time he's been saying the same thing is you just need to give him patience and see how he adapts. Yeah. And I so. think, yeah, as long as we're seeing improvement, I think that's just a good sign. And I think it, with him, it's hard because we're comparing, or at least I, I'm typically comparing in my mind, Russell, who's integrated almost seamlessly, Gutierrez, like these guys who come in and are just like immediately making a difference, making big plays, and then just having to understand that it's a different. See, I, I would say even with like Russell, I don't think he was very good the first. He wasn't any. He was not very good the first game. Right. Second game he was better. Third game he's really good and yeah. now he's you know uh he hasn't scored for a couple games and yeah. or assists but just the pressure he's doing and mm-hmm. the stuff um the runs he's making he has dribbled into a lot of defenders my one worry with him is he's basically come straight out of playing in the championship so hopefully he does get some rest at some point that's yeah. not from an injury um right. i know they peter says he manages that and we all worry about that but He's adapted pretty well. Felipe just came in and pretty much was, you know, MVP level from, you know, the second minute. Scoring goals left and right. Yeah. Speaking um, of injuries, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was very worried what we were going to look like without Felipe on, on the field. And I think that Croze has shown he can be a part of the team. And if, you know, whenever the time comes for squad rotation, I think that uh, he can play there. And he's also, you know, there's been talk of even having, like, Johnny Russell. And, the, you know, there's a whole bunch of different things that, that Vermees can do. with Playing that spot, so yeah. Right. I think, I think Johan's going to find, find his spot here soon. What I hope – well, we'll talk about lineup later. But, uh, 
you know, one highlight of the game I thought was uh, Madronda's near miss on that volley. Oh my gosh, that was my favorite part. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm Jimmy fanboy as yeah. like as much as it comes, and I w- I jumped off the couch on that one. I was like in the air, ready for that one. Uh, it was it looks looks sweet. It was so close. Yeah, just but, a little more dip. Yeah, but I've just been watching that for the last five years. I've been watching him do that. It was closer <laughs> than it normally is. <laughs> Well, but he, like he one, had the one earlier this year that was, you know, not that is true. That quite is as true. far out, but it was a blast. It wasn't as hard of a hard of a hit as he normally does. But yes, I think I I do believe those are going. He's going to get one of those this year. <laughs> no doubt, I agree with you. And I'm going to set the studio on fire when it happens. And on then he'll fire. be asked in press. So, Jimmy. Okay, it's been a while. <laughs> Bob. Yes, sir. Are, are we, we doing breaks this week, Cody, like we did last week? I was just curious. I was I was going to put in a break after okay. that. I wanted to do your thing first. You okay, do your let's, thing? let's do the thing. Bob's got a Are thing. we doing all five of my things? I wanted to come up with like a fun you little intro five things? for you. <laughs> um, Don't go there, then. I'll write a poem to intro this next week. Oh. A poem? This is, we're, we're, we're trying a new bit here. This is Bob's bit. It is called Is or Isn't. Take it away. Yes, sir. All right, so basic idea. I mean, Allie did something like this before where I'm just going to throw out a... Uh, a query and get your responses real quick, and then we'll discuss. Okay, all right. Some of these have to do with on-field stuff. Some have to do with off-the-field stuff. So uh, let's start here. We were just talking about the man. Is Jimmy Madronda the first choice left back from here on, or isn't he? Bad. Is. Allie. Oh, okay. We're not going in a clockwise. <laughs> oh, ah. I don't know. He was pointing. I was isn't. Isn't. Is. All right. You're the one discerner. Allie, the center. why isn't he? I just, the center, yes. I think that, well, whether I would want to see him or not, I just don't think it would happen. So I, that's just me. So who's playing instead? Sinovic. <laughs> yeah. Reason for that, Allie? I just think it's the way he plays Beasler, and if the forwards are scoring and they want to play safer on defense, he's going to be the choice back there. Okay, and Cody, your reasoning why he is the first choice left back? Um, just wishful, hope, wishful thinking. <laughs> then that, that that one screamer will go in at some point this season, and that he should do it. But come on, like how? Just immediately off the bat, you can tell that what this team has when he's on the field that they're missing when he's not, and it's just it's very positive. And in my head, that that means or should mean that the defense is going to take a step back. But that didn't happen this week. Okay. All right. Bad? I think that all three of those left backs, Lobato, Sinovic, and Madranda, all have different qualities. And I, Peter even mentioned that today. Yeah, I'll, I'll mention that quote here in a minute. Yeah. But they all have different qualities. I think if if I was going to put a squad together to go out and win a game, regardless of not knowing who the opponent is or mm-hmm. what their qualities are, Jimmy would be my left back. Because? The ability to move the ball, the speed, the one-on-one defending, uh, how he merges in or um, how he works with the uh, left forward, that sort of thing. I just think he's a better offensive and nearly as good a defensive player. Maybe he doesn't work as good with Beasler, but that's Beasler's problem. So Peter's quote today was, I thought was rather interesting and rather telling too. So I asked him, okay, so it's been you know Lobato, Sinovic, and now Madronda at left back. So what's been the development there? 
We said, well, they each have their own strengths. So he says this about Seth. He can go up and down the wing all day. Fitness, right? A big Peter thing. Didn't say anything about anything else. He said Lobato's good in possession. Okay. All right. But he talked about Jimmy, how Jimmy uh, just brings that quality of, you know, coming inside a little bit more, attacking the defenses that way, uh, you know, that variation. So that was very telling the way he described each of those three. Okay. Interesting. If if you were going to match somebody to Zussi, who would that be of the left back? That would know? be Jimmy Madronda. Yeah. He's the closest to what Zussi can be. Now, I have been a Jimmy Madronda detractor up until the last couple of games, but I think he's really a different player this year in my mind. And, Ethan. you know, I'm promoting my article on thebluetestament.com, but anyway, about <laughs> Jimmy. But, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan now. I'm with you, Good. Cody. Good. Glad to see you came over. Well, Ted, <laughs> you, said he's, you said he's like like Zussi in that they're not freaking fullbacks. They're, they don't play like it at all. They just run around the field. Well, they're midfielders or forwards. I don't right, know right. Well, we don't play with traditional backs in, in that system anyway. But <laughs> yeah, All right, are we ready for the next one? It, it's like a 2-5-3, man. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it is. At one point in that three, game, Zussi got anyway. the ball flying down the left flank. It was in like the fourth minute. Yeah, they were switching around a little bit, weren't they? Yeah. yeah, and it was not immediately after like a corner kick so that they would have been all out of whack. <laughs> so I, I don't know what the hell happened, but this team is weird. I think it was after a corner kick. They just had not gotten back yet. I it think was it like was. a minute or yeah. I think it, it was. It took it immediately it, after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it wasn't like yeah the first thirty seconds. It took them a while to get back to where they needed to go because yeah. I had noticed that too. There was a there was a point where like everybody was like every single player was not in their right spot except Amelia. He was. <laughs> All right, number Still two, number two, and I mentioned this one before, okay? And I know we have some people out there in Twitter land and um, all that stuff. Is the members club better now or isn't it? Or another way to ask that question, is sporting club going to corporate rather than local? Because now the members club is the Budweiser what? I'm gonna need Budweiser to, something. I'm going to need you to frame them in an is or isn't form. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is the members club form? better now or isn't it? <laughs> Now that it's the Budweiser or whatever instead of the Boulevard and is Members that Club. two different questions, truly? Yeah, yeah. But it's all related to is Sporting Club going more corporate now rather than local because they dumped Boulevard. You know, now they're at Toyota Plaza. Now it's Budweiser in the Members Club. Yeah. What do we think? Bad. Which question do you want me to answer? <laughs> Whichever one you choose. Stop Your being choice. Difficult. Your choice. If you're saying there, if the if I'm going to answer the question, are they going to corporate? I will say they isn't. <laughs> they, they, they Thank isn't. you, Allie. Um, well, I mean, it looks like they are going corporate. Whether they are going to corporate, I honestly, I don't know if I'm in the right place to know or to comment on this question. I think because I don't, not really familiar with where it was Got before you. this. Got you. Okay. From a like firsthand, so there you go. she's Cody? very self-aware. Yeah, she is. Most people in this country. <laughs> um, I, can I, I want to say I'm indifferent. Are I, you? I don't, okay. Uh, I suppose if if the question is are they going more corporate, then like yes, they, they yeah. are. Sprint is no longer there, and Budweiser is no longer there. Boulevard. But oh yeah, yeah, Boulevard. <laughs> Cody but that doesn't uh, that do- it doesn't really bother me. I mean, I can still get my Boulevard. They're still sporting Saison in the in the cauldron. Sporting's always been kind of a local support, local companies thing, you know, and they're going away from that with Boulevard. You know, in my mind. So that's kind of the reason I brought that up. Yeah. Well, no, I think it's a really good question, but I think when you frame it in the, are they going to corporate? Right. I'll, I will say they isn't. <laughs> but I also, I think there's a lot of things that we don't know behind the scenes, oh, right? Sure. 
did was Boulevard willing to continue the sponsorship? Everybody's right. like, oh well, they they got rid of Boulevard, but wait, was Boulevard even wanting to do it again? Correct. Did they sure. get enough out of it that they wanted to continue that? Yeah. Right. Sprint, um, the CEO of Sprint is Marcel Claret. Marcelo Claret. Anyway, he's one of the owners of the Miami franchise. That right. Beckham Correct. Part. So I even tweeted at him one time, if you get the franchise, you're going to still sponsor uh, <laughs> other MLS teams or stuff like that. And he somehow declined to respond. I didn't want to push it because I know people that work there. But so there's a lot of factors to that. We sure. don't know. They may they choose when they sponsor. Sporting can say we want local sponsorship all day long. And they don't get it because they don't think it's an, uh, enough of a return for their investment. Right. Children's Mercy is a great example. They're, you know, they're throwing money around left and right. Stadium, uh, training center, the other training center. So that's why I say it isn't at this point. Well, you know, that as an interviewer, you need to throw out questions there that have different sides to them, and you know, no, I'm, spur a conversation. <laughs> no, I'm. It's that's a, that's why I said it's a completely fair question, but yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, I'm explaining why I answered it the way oh, I did. Sure. Well, sure. The studio is full of a lot of level-headed people, <laughs> but in the Cauldron Facebook page, you can find a lot of people who would have had much more heated and oh, passionate definitely, definitely. responses to that question. Oh, my For God, sure. they don't have Boulevard on the name <laughs> of the so club now, anymore. So now the Cauldron yeah. has a deal with Boulevard. You know that, too, right? Right. Yeah, yes, yeah so yes. they have their own deal. So, All yes, right, next I, one. I know that, and I take advantage of that. All right, good well, deal. Yeah, it's a more direct pro, pro, uh, pipeline to the drinker. There you go. <laughs> All right, yeah, we need to keep these moving. We're going long. Is Nate McKady... Greater than Colin Williams, or isn't he? He isn't. Is not. I didn't wait. No. <laughs> I did not wait for the point. I didn't even have to ask the individuals. I just burst out on I'm, that one. I'm sorry to like jump all over that because like Nate is fine. He's good. But no, not even close. Not even close. Okay, so how many years has Nate been here now? Is it three? Feels like three. For those that don't have the background, Colin Williams was the play-by-play announcer during the MLS Cup t- 2013. The year before and the year after, is that right? So 2012, 2014? The year, the year after he was there. Okay. All right, yeah. And he's now at Minnesota United. But, um, yeah, I mean, I would agree with you guys. I think Kyle was more, I don't know, what's the word? He's more authentic as an announcer, a play-by-play he was, announcer? Uh, he had a certain eloquence to his game That calling. Nate doesn't have. That Nate does not have. Okay. He would have never like, said Zussi for president. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> agree. Like, people like that. Okay, I don't want to talk shit. People really like that. I wasn't. I just, I yeah, thought I wasn't was a fan. Like, okay, whatever. <laughs> no, I thought it was terrible. Okay, thank you. It, I didn't like it either. That, that I was, didn't either. That was my. Oop, I wasn't supporting Nate on that one. <laughs> and again, not trying to slam on Nate. He's a decent broadcaster. He's a good broadcaster. I don't think there's anything really wrong with him doing the games. I think Cal was just really, really good at it. I will say. When Cal was calling a game, I felt like someone who knew way more about the sport, or I, I felt like he was someone who was teaching me something. I don't necessarily feel like that. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. All right, next one. We ready? All right. Is Kai Kamara the greatest player Sporting Kansas City has ever lost to the league, or isn't he? Player who has left the team and come isn't. back. Or is still in the league that we don't have? Is he or isn't the greatest player that we've lost to the league? Current or ever? Ever. He isn't. Okay. There's a guy named Precky. All right. Isn't. Yes. Again, I don't know. Not enough I, history for Ali. Sort of jump in there. This is <laughs> no, I like I can't. 
Okay. You, right. I can't think of another you one. Pass. You must have off of your Cody? I froze. I froze too, but I'm gonna say I'm... no. Okay. Isn't. It isn't. Okay. It's is or isn't. I, I almost messed it up. All right. Now I'm gonna qualify Jar. before I ask that. <laughs> Preki did come back to sporting and retired as a sporting wizard player. But go ahead. I'm putting a dollar in. But what? But you said there's a guy named Preki, so yeah, that's why I said he, he isn't. There you go. Talk but about it. But he came it. back to the team, though, is what I'm saying. So he's kind of disqualified. And he, he retired as a sporting player. So well, I, that's still, all I'm saying. We still lost him <laughs> to somewhere else. Right, but he came back. and So, okay. so yeah. all right. So if you want to go that route, then why is Precky better? He's Precky. <laughs> he's Precky. <laughs> he had a, score goals, he had a left foot that could pick your wallet out of your <laughs> yeah, pocket. You're right. As you're Ron right. Newman told me once. <laughs> all right. Well, let's eliminate Precky then from that because he did retire as a sporting player. Is Kai Kamara the greatest player we've ever lost to the league, or isn't he? We didn't lose Kai to the league. I'm going to be a nitpicker here, just because I'm trying I to be. I thought a, you might be. Because I'm messing with you. <laughs> we lost Kai to the championship, right. to the Premier League. But then he came back. He came back to the league, and we did not have the rights on him. Right. So we couldn't just, oh, bring him back. I think they Could might have. have. There's, there's. Yeah, yeah, sure. You can overspend on somebody. Right. New England, Namath, ring a bell. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. Okay. So I like Kai, and he's a very good player. And when he is mentally in the game, he there is not many people that are as dangerous to defend as that guy. Right. Speed, height, jumping ability. I still say we have never been as good on uh, corner kicks, both offensively and defensively, as when we had him in the lineup. And Mr. Collin. Yeah. If when you when they played a ball in, you knew that one of those two was going to get the ball. Yeah. One way or the other. So Okay. Cody, what do you have to say on that? Um I miss Kai. <laughs> I do. I think this is the only place that he was able to be a uh, a good teammate and like a functioning teammate. <laughs> this was the only place that he was able to like stay out of trouble, seemingly. So I do miss him for that regard because, man, if we had him scoring goals off set pieces right now, yikes. Okay. Of course, the reason I bring it up is Kai is, you know, uh, really made Vancouver a better side this this year. He's the focus of their offense, basically. But yeah. All right, last question here. And this kind of leads into what we're going to end with tonight, but it is, and I need to say his name right, Ibrahimovic. His first name is? Zlatan. Zlatan. Is Zlatan going to win LA for the Galaxy or isn't he in the competition for LA with LAFC? Is he going to be the oh. difference maker for the Galaxy? Is he going to win over LAFC in the hearts of Los Angeles supporters? Thad. Isn't. Isn't. Is. 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 Already has. Check Twitter. Yes. <laughs> People were losing their minds. <laughs> Still are. So. He's not even a real person. He's not real. <laughs> no, he's an alien. He's an alien. We we actually decided that. So he is enough earlier. to win over the people who are trying to figure out they're going to support LAFC or the Galaxy. He's enough. That's a. That's. That, it doesn't even really take much. I don't think. That's a damn like, good. That's a damn good trump card. If you, okay. To have to just throw that in there and say we win. <laughs> All right. I don't think that there are a lot of people who are trying to decide if they're going to support the Galaxy or LAFC. Really? Okay. I think that the people who 
already hated the galaxy are still going to hate the galaxy and perhaps <laughs> even more so because Lawton is there. Yeah, that's the right answer, that's, I think. Yeah. And okay. the, so the, there's already the people who, it doesn't matter. They were never, ever going to support the galaxy because they were too whatever. Okay, just like in New York, people are, if they supported the Red Bulls, they supported the Metro Stars, they support the Red Bulls now, whatever, that's fine. But they are, there's a large contingent that support NYCFC just because they're not the Red Bulls. Okay. So you're kind of going against the grain that people think L.A. fans or California sports fans support winners only. And what's in vogue? I think that there is a lot of that, but yeah. you, there's still going to be a lot of fans that are just going to – There, people sometimes want to be haters more than they want to be winners. So. Okay. Fair enough. Well, after – at the end of the season, who do we think between the two will have the largest support? <laughs> The winner or the new the newcomers? We shall see. Well, and is the winner the one that finishes higher on the table, or is the winner the one that wins the one game that Zlatan <laughs> scores two goals? Um, you know what I mean? It, it, that was a great game. That was super entertaining, yeah. and it was a great intro to the league. California he, loves entertainment. He's 36 years old. He can still score goals, but he's also come off the knee injury who knows how long he'll last. Right. I mean, he, he could last well, two more I, games. I swear that the April Fool's Day thing was going to be the next day, and it wasn't going to be April Fool's. Zalton, I can't even say his name. I can't even say his name. He's out for the you season with a knee injury. That's what I thought it was going to be. That was going to be the news out of the Galaxy camp, that he hurt his knees out for the season, and it wasn't going to be an April Fool's show. One Jimmy Madranda slide tackle. In his <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Zalton. That was a very good. That was good. Is or isn't? I like it. Uh, let's take a Thank you for break. participating. Let's take a break. When we when we celebrate, when we lose, we swear. It's not a night for the faint of heart, so all you gents beware. But it's a frightful night But it's a frightful night We can gather all our friends all around that zoom That's not a better thing to do But it's a frightful night But it's a frightful night When the final whistle blows We're gonna celebrate tonight When the final whistle blows We're gonna celebrate tonight When the final whistle blows You know we're gonna feel alright Okay And we are back <laughs> Um, we got another new segment that I'm going to try. It's Cody's. <laughs> yes, it is excited. mine. We are all very excited. We are all we so are pumped excited. Because I am we're so proud. out of my chair and so happy. <laughs> Come on, Cody. Come on. <laughs> you got it, Cody. Go, Cody. Because we yes. live in a very polarizing society here in America. Everyone picks a side. They defend that side blindly. We here at the Shades of Blue Soccer Show find merit in both sides we want to discuss <laughs> we want to discuss all aspects of a problem we are open-minded people so with that like being it. said <laughs> yes neutral yes, there we go neutral so with that being said i present both ends of the spectrum oh okay should we start with the positive or negative end which do you want first which one's dark blue which one's light blue on the spectrum of our shades of blue podcast <laughs> 
think dark would be negative, that. correct? Dark's negative. Dark's negative. Right, right, yeah. the dark side. Okay. So do we want dark? It's the black jerseys, the black kids. <laughs> Which suck. Do we want uh, dark or light blue first? Oh, let's go dark. Indigo or sporting blue? Everything's dark these days. Everything's okay. So I pose the question here of that starting 11 that we've all kind of agreed, or seemingly the four of us uh and everyone else in the Blue Testament crew, in our Slack group. That's how we communicate. Ali's holding fact. up the Synovic sign, but okay. Um, yes, we all seemingly <laughs> kind of uh, liked that lineup going forward. We all seemingly agreed on that a bit. So, of that starting lineup, where yes. is the weak link? The weak link in the starting lineup. Hmm. My, my mind immediately goes to either left back or potentially striker. Just because those are the only ones. When I'm looking at the lineup, everywhere else besides those two has basically a surefire person that I can't imagine anyone else starting there. But is is the weak is the weak link? Because like, okay, we've talked a lot in the last couple of weeks about Ike not necessarily playing up to par just because he's the man for the job in that position. <laughs> doesn't that mean that he could still qualify as the weak link? Yes, it does, Allie. So I'm going to have to <laughs> go with Ike. I think you're going with that. I'm sorry, Cody wanted you to. <laughs> Even though he just got player of the week, team of the week. Okay, so I don't think that that... Just I don't think that that... One week doesn't make like, a career. takes away it is just the from idea, the, the, the the number of bad yes. plays and overall just like eh games he's had so far this season. Mm-hmm. Not to say that he's not going to like light it up and you know take this you know, player of the week and then get it every week from here on out or something like that. But or I listen just, to this podcast or and listen prove to this podcast wrong. and he will prove me wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I'll admit, Obviously when I say that, I'm kidding. But. I was going to say Kyrie Shelton, but I am going to agree and say that Ike is because our attack is now our whole system of play is based on moving the ball quickly. And Ike is the weak link in that. Yeah. Bassett. Damn. Guys Dad. are making me think about that. Stone cold over there. I will still go with Kyrie for the moment. He asked me this question in a couple of weeks, so he'll probably potentially change that answer. But the only reason I will say Kyrie for this at the moment is because he is still very, very unproven. Yeah. Ike may not be at his best today, or, I mean, well, this week he was obviously fairly decent. Mm hmm. But he is an MLS Defender of the Year. He is a guy who has been on the sure. best defense in the the league, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> U.S. national team, although that doesn't necessarily say a whole lot. Um, <laughs> so I would. That's why I would go with Kyrie at this point being the weak link. But I think he could very well prove us wrong in the next month. Yeah, just depends if he when can he scores that two goals for Ali. Yes, once he gets. <laughs> And All Rubio right. doesn't, okay. you know. All right, Cody, do you want to give your I'm, two cents? I'm I'm satisfied there with that. I, It's hard to, uh, you know, it's it's easy to fall, you know, the, the team is playing very well. It's easy to get in here and just, like, scream about how awesome they are. So I, was, I, I wanted to, uh, you know, talk about the negatives, if Fair there enough. are any at the moment. Fair enough. Um, I am probably going to agree with Kyrie at the moment, as much as I was talking good about him earlier. So we have two Kyrie, two Ikes. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Which on the is, other which end, it's funny because it would start it out with Kyrie versus Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I will say though, in choosing Ike, it's not. I'm looking at like the current 
from the first game until now. I'm not saying because, like, I agree. I think that Kyrie does have a lot to prove, and that you know, just because he's you know doing well on the attack and other parts of it, he's still not scoring goals. So it's like until he can prove that he can put a few away and be a part of that, you know, recipe, <laughs> he's you know, he could be easily replaced by a Rubio or you know, shallowy moves to the middle and Johnny and, Russell and so Russell, yeah. Belmar. Jimmy Madronda cannot be easily replaced then is what you're saying. And that's why Kyrie's the or that's why Ike's the weak one. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're doing. I was like, wait, well, what are you talking about? Okay. okay Easy. You guys are acting like I'm this like huge Sestinovic, like I'm like leading the band of like his support group. It's not what I said. One. You were just okay, the only one. Okay, that's fair. Pick on me more. Okay, light blue. Light blue. Actually, no, wait, wait, just a second, though. Go back for a second. Okay, we'll speak up over there. <laughs> yeah, the I am. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I took. I have to formulate the thought, though. The way you phrased it a minute ago could be a different thing. The weak link is a player that could be replaced. Who would we replace Ike with? That Well, that's why I... That's why I say he's not a weak link because there's no way I'm trying to put in a more right there. Or well, Jidic. I guess yeah, what, the way I interpreted the To me, that goes against the, weak, the nature of the question. But. Well, yeah, the way I interpreted the weak, like the weak link with someone who is like just the We're weak not link, not the out. most replaceable. You know, but not the one who like you, you know what I'm saying. Well, that's why I wanted because the way it was kind of going was he was asking about <laughs> replacing. I'm like, well, yeah, that's kind yeah, of a little yeah, different. So yeah, it spins it, it yeah. Well, because if, if it is the guy we can replace, we, then it's either we can't Kyrie or it's whoever is left back. Then that's the weak link because those that would are be the, the two most replaceable guys because there's Correct. depth. Right. Correct. Although we could also say wingers because Gerso could come in. Or, <laughs> but it, yeah. Too or Belmar misses. or Well, it, it's a distance or... between the tiers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the distance between like Shallowy and Gerso. I think we can agree. Like there's negligible. There... <laughs> I took it as a weak link in the starting 11. That's how I took yeah, it. Yeah, that's how I took yeah. it. But if we're talking but, about weak link in terms of replace. Yeah. All right. So now we know. Now go for the light blue question. Now that we've messed it all up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we banged out the minutia there. I like that. The minutia. We like, yes. we like to talk about Great nonsense work. here, even if it takes us away from sports and soccer. Not everyone's <laughs> going to get it, but that's what we do here. Okay. Light blue. Positives. How awesome we are. Felipe Gutierrez is getting all of the headlines. He's the face of the team. Top scorer in the league. Who is our most important player right now? Felipe Gutierrez or Ilya Sanchez? Aha! That was a good question. No one wanted to answer. We were waiting for you to prompt one of us. That's that's what it was. That's my excuse. (laughs) I pose it to the room. Okay, I say Felipe. You're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Who did you say? That is because you kind of touched (laughs) Elie's We'll talk about it later, but that had a very weird moment with Elie. He's trying to avoid it as well. <laughs> but we have not forgotten here. But I'm going to have to agree with that and say that Ilya is the most important. And I will even go, I will say that I don't think Ilya's had the best season so far. Not as good as he did right. last year. True. Although last game, I think he was pretty much up to what he was last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. But he is the most important. 
he's the guy that I, again, kind of going to the who you can't replace. He's the guy we can't replace. Yeah, and uh, unless I it's think, with Felipe. <laughs> well, I, I think uh, Felipe going out and Croze coming in showed that we can still be a team without Felipe in the lineup, which is what I was worried about. So I'm uh, I'm inclined to say Ilya, who I don't I can't even remember the last time he ever missed a game because Vermees never wants to play without him. Once. Well, first of all, the context of Croze coming in against DC United. First of all, and yeah, I mean, in the second half, we only had one goal lead, but you know, here's what you lose with Croze or anybody you put in Felipe's place is Felipe is not only the leading goal scorer on the team and one of the leading ones in the league, if not the leading one, he's also leading in tackles one, et cetera, et cetera, those stats as well, both sides of the ball. So to me, that's pretty invaluable. And I think he makes our offense tick the runs that he makes, the balls that he plays. You know, not to diss on anybody else, but I think he is central to what our attack has become. And I think that Elia is central to, like, what our defense is, our, our defense and, you know, moving forward. Yeah, and starting so the it's just exactly. Yeah, so he's, like, while Gutierrez is that, you know, next step, it all starts from Elia, who is the center and the key to our <laughs> everything. So you would say if we plugged in, let's say, a Brad Evans in Ilya's spot, we're going to lose more than we would if we put Croze yes. in Felipe's spot. I like. Absolutely. I don't even want to know what could happen if we replace <laughs> Ilya with anyone. Like that is something I where I, I like, I'm a huge Ilya supporter, but yeah, yeah, definitely. I I think the team would fall apart without Ilya there. I think we wouldn't be able to play out from the back the way they play out from the back. I think uh, more pressure would be. That's put a on... pretty big diss on Beasler, Opara, and everybody else, isn't it? <laughs> Well, no. Okay. All it's right. not just the play out of the back, though. It's the cycling the ball side to side, yeah. which is where which Ilya Roger comes does a hell of a job of. He does, but yeah. so does Ilya. So it's yeah. it's all the, the guys in the midfield that are part of that cycling side to side process. Mm-hmm. The Out of the back from Beasler or Opara or Tim or Zeus or Madranda or Seth or whoever's there, any of those guys, is all part of it. But that's more of a getting it just out of the back process the cycling side to side tends to come much more through the midfield through Ilya, through roger and then through back felipe. Out, through felipe <laughs> no, yeah i'm not i'm, I'm not, not trying to diss him there yeah but because he's a little bit more farther forward the side to side stuff tends to come from the guys that are a little sure. farther back uh, so you'll see madranda way up there with the ball play it back to uh, Ilya, who plays it to Roger, who plays it over to Zusi or Russell, and then you know nothing happens there. It kind of swings back around and goes back and forth until they see something okay, and they go forward. Okay, my point on that would be: isn't that soccer? And couldn't <laughs> a player who steps in like a Brad Evans for an Ilya do something very similar? Not as well, but could somebody really step in Felipe's spot and do as good a job as he does? Well, so that's a good argument. My, yeah. but the one thing that I think that Brad Evans would not be able to do that Ilya does. Have self-respect because he's from Seattle. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Is whenever the ball's, you know, loosely bouncing around in our defensive final third and no one quite has possession yet, the ball's going back and forth, the second Ilya gets the ball at his feet, 
even with guys around him, he has this. <sighs> uh, um, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. the feeling he brings. And it's just yes. this one, and he does it so fast. He'll be surrounded by guys that still looks frantic, but then he just makes one touch into open space, and it's just. It's like when you're having a stressful day and you have that coffee or whatever it is that does it for you, and you just. <sighs> Precisely, and yeah. I think that without, I think that without that. Felipe doesn't get a chance to control games the way he's been yeah. able to. Yeah. I- Ilya brings the Barcelona. Evans brings <laughs> the sure Seattle. <laughs> it all comes Seattle back to thing. Seattle. Come on. No, and in fairness, man, Evans is a good player. He's a really good player. He has been a really good player at least. We'll have to see if he's ever right, steps yeah. on the field well, or question. good enough. So, <laughs> um, But he, he's been a good player. So it's really not trying to diss him. I'm having fun with the Seattle. Team. I know, I know. <laughs> but it's still no comparison to what Ilya can be or is most of the time. Okay. Well, this is going to be a long podcast. I think we're already at like how long these normally are. <laughs> but let's, so let's do a quick preview for this weekend. We are playing the Los Angeles Zlatans. Zlatans. <laughs> Thanks for stealing my joke, Thad. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> But yes, Bob, uh, apparently yeah, there are other... You would have been other, the very first one with that joke, Cody. Apparently there are other players on this team that you could tell us about. Other players on that on the Galaxy? What? Okay. Well, well, Thad was interviewing Mr. Melia today, and Tim made the point that there could be five different players on the field for the Galaxy that weren't on the field this past weekend. We're talking about the Dos Santos brothers. We're talking Alessandre, Aless, Alessandrini, sorry, another dollar for me. Um, and we're talking, I believe, one of their center backs as well. I don't know. So we could see a very different side come uh, Sunday evening. Yeah, it could be a very much more team. dangerous side. Yeah. Could be. And Zlatan himself, um, I'm thinking, is probably not going to start. He's probably going to start on the bench. We're I would see him certainly support. agree with that. Yeah. Even after his miraculous debut, he talked about being gassed pretty heavily, and uh, yeah, he's still trying to get back in it. And he only so, played 19 minutes. Yeah, so I think I think we're gonna have at least forty five minutes of a Zlatanless LA, <laughs> Zlatan free, Zlatan free LA. And depending on who comes back, I mean, even if the guys come back, I think Alessandrini is the most important one. If he's back on the field, that could make a significant difference for the Galaxy. The Dos Santos brothers are so inconsistent that that could be a bad thing for them, actually. But is the strategy for us to be up by four or five by the time <laughs> yeah. Ibrahimovic comes in? Is that the strategy? That's like the sweet spot, four or five. Okay. Yeah, that would be the over and under that we would maybe feel safe. <laughs> maybe. But, so, the, but the danger of him is the gravity. He pulls defenders to him. So I just think we need to resist all worrying so much about Ibrahimovic. Yeah, and that's, when he comes that in. was well done, Bob. Yeah. That's, how, that's how the Galaxy scored their first goal before he scored right 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 and it was that's exactly what it was he got on the field and 10 minutes later they scored and it was because you know lafc was entirely worried about him right right yeah but at the same time you don't want to leave him open (laughs) so there's not there's not really that anyway (laughs) yeah but there's really a no winner there's no way to win that that battle somebody needs to mark him because he can shoot from anywhere obviously um, he has the ability to. He has his, the ability to blow by people. So it might just be the best bet is to f- always foul him forty yards away that's, from the that's box. That's debatable now. The blowing by people. That's debatable. And the other side of the coin is, and we were just talking about him, Ilya. Ilya could be very important here because the more we keep the ball and keep circulating, the better. 
going back to the uh, Galaxy LAFC game, Benny Failhaber admitted, you know, that was my bad back pass that led to the first goal in the Galaxy's yep. comeback. And, and if we don't make those kind of mistakes, then we could be okay. If, if Zlatan comes in, they need to make him try to chase the ball. Yeah. He probably won't. Make him work. <laughs> okay, so our lineup, you guys were at practice today. The burning question is, is, is Felipe going to play or not? We do not know because, quite honestly, we didn't see enough of practice to know anything about that. But I gave you the chance to make some good radio, and you give me I don't know. <laughs> but and Peter did say. We are honest, though, Cody. <laughs> um, yeah, there, Felipe is day-to-day. Maybe could be ready tomorrow, could be ready next week. He has some form of swelling or inflammation of the pubic bone area. <laughs> Those are Which the exact is words. Just disgustingly specific. <laughs> like, <laughs> feels like groin. Too much information. It. Groin covers that. All of that. <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He didn't say it was a groin pull. He said of the pubic bone area. And I asked, you know, if there was a hernia possibility. I said that's been looked into, and that's not a concern. So long term, it, it should be a short term thing. I do okay. think it's because his wife showed up two weeks ago. <laughs> Oh, did we really need to go there? <laughs> anyway, I would guess that they're going to be careful with it, and you may not see him to the second half if you see him. Bob, you like to step on jokes that we have. You don't <laughs> like it when we get into nonsense. <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> nonsense. It's the borderline. That's what I'm here for. Okay. I'm here for that. I'm trying to create all of that. <laughs> Cody, I, I'm well Bradley. into nonsense, believe me. But Speaking of nonsense, Bad touched Ilya's butt. <laughs> Dad did not touch Ilya's butt. I'm counting it. I'm counting it. Dad, can you give the listeners a little background of what happened? Just like you don't have to go into specific detail. Oh no, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> After the last game, was in the locker room. Said I wanted to get quote from Ilya, and PR said sure when he's. <laughs> So I right at that moment I look over and Ilya drops his towel and starts lotioning his rear end. And I can we talk about that? Should I be doing that? Do I need to be lotioning my butt? Everyone a, should take a tip out of Ilya. Do you chafe, Cody? I'm, Is there chafing? I'm a ginger here? and I have to like load my. I, I get I get out of my elbows. I need it in my face. I I've, I lotion up before we came here. Did not lotion up my butt. It's not one thing I think about doing. When you feel your butt, does it need lotioning? I'll start, I'll start examining myself. <laughs> you should. Let's all yeah. picture that, shall we? Yeah. So anyway, okay. I was just questioning whether I should shake his hand after that. Well, like uh, what and was did it? Patrick you? said, if he offers it, yeah, have to. Hold on, kind of. hold on. Did you shake his hand immediately after he lotioned his butt? Well, it was a few minutes, but yes. <laughs> that is wonderful. Nice. I then made sure I... Patted Patrick on the back on the way out and <laughs> went and washed my hands as soon there as I got go. to the restroom. Okay. Let's end on some absurd, stupid predictions for Saturday. Bad go. Zlatan three. <laughs> Sporting four. Whoa. I say we jump out to the lead, but we lose it in the second half. Ibrahimovic does not score, but he assists, and we lose 2-1. 2-1. Interesting. Okay. I say that we are going to see 
another goal from Zussi. Ooh, I like that. That's fun. Zussi greater than Zlatan? Hmm. Now, Is, you, you have noticed Zuzi's tried another two left-footed shots in similar areas, and the result has been nowhere near the I same. <laughs> I mean... He cut his hair in the meantime. <laughs> it threw off his entire, you know, the weight distribution when he lands to shoot. That's no joke. <laughs> okay. It would make sense. Did you give us your prediction? I said Zuzi's going to score, and you literally said wanna, that's okay, fine. Right. I wanna, Sorry. Oh, it was something and more insane. Then? I want an actual score of a game prediction. Oh, um... Sporting two, LA three. I'm predicting uh, a loss. Everyone's down tonight. I said sporting hey. win. Yeah, that's true. Our educated guesses. Um, I'm gonna say a two to two draw. And Kyrie, uh, Kyrie and uh, Johnny Russell are our goal scorers. And Johnny Felipe plays the whole game, or he? No, Felipe starts, though, and we get uh, another 30 of Johan. I think Quase and Kyrie score. Man, that would be amazing. <laughs> I don't care if we if, if those two score and we lose, then I'm still going to call it a win. There you go. I like that <laughs> idea, too. That. They need that. Okay, we have kept you far too long. This is one. This got to be our longest podcast. If you're still listening, we thank you very much. Uh, and we will. And if you're not, go to hell. There is an edit button. And if but... you're not, yeah, we can just kind of say whatever we want if they're not listening. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, next Tuesday, don't worry, we will meet again, and we will give you another podcast for your Wednesday morning. We're becoming regular. Aren't you proud of us? Woo! <laughs> and give us some feedback. Yay! We like feedback. Yes, uh, let us know what we're talking about. Yeah, the cheese bro. We got his name. <laughs> yeah, cheese bro. Let us know. Make it a little rough. <laughs> All right, fam. We will see you on the other side. Adios. Shake this one.